Hello amazing physicians. Welcome to another episode of the Underdog Physician podcast. This is Vidya Kolu and Anish Desai. We are both practicing physicians in the US. As underdogs, the deck always feels like it's stacked against us. No matter what you do, it seems more challenging to reach your goal compared to your peers, and you possibly end up in an even more difficult situation. Our stories and common journey has laid the foundation for the Underdog Physician podcast. Despite our struggles, we got to where we are now with persistence, hard work, and more importantly, by surrounding ourselves with a nurturing community. This podcast is for the underdog pre-medical, medical students, residents, and aspiring physician entrepreneurs who are looking to find a source of inspiration to beat the odds no matter where you are in your journey. We'll be discussing residency and med school application process, navigating medical training effectively, personal finance, and work-life balance. We are so glad you are listening to our podcast while commuting, exercising, doing laundry, cooking, waiting in line, or whatever chore you might be working on. This will be a continuation of the previous podcast episode where we have Dr. Manik Madan sharing his journey as an IMG and how he successfully matched into a psychiatry residency. Why not choose a specialty that doesn't feel like work? Yeah. Like why not choose a specialty that feels like a hobby? So like I think uh, there's a really good quote about this by this guy like who who's really rich but he said his work was his passion and it was just fun. So his life was a happy holiday. Like it never felt like work and so it just felt like holidays all the time. And I think that's what you should be thinking about is what to you does not feel like work. What to you feels like what what do you like what do you what would you do if you were not getting paid for it? right now like you know for the rest of your life if you were not going to be paid for it what specialty would you choose i think that's the specialty anyone should go for and i think money would follow like in the yeah, money absolutely. follows passion and for those who are listening you know especially the indian img listeners if you guys have watched three idiots there's a very famous quote all right all right manik you have beautifully put the practice of ikigai into how you figured out your uh a specialty and and looks like you read a lot of books on like uh, self development and how to do better so what keeps you uh, motivated especially applying for residency is that uncertain thing that you don't know what the results would be and what has helped you like in your journey when applying to residency to keep yourself motivated and to work towards the goal okay that is again a great question like so suppose let's say like you know you were going to watch a movie and i i showed you the ending in the start and then i was like let's watch the movie versus like again it's a great movie but you know you're just watching the movie and you don't know the ending which one would you prefer just watching the movie not knowing the ending to enjoy of course it. i feel like if you knew the answer to life like you know the, you knew the answer to everything like whether you'll match you can you could predict the future what fun would life be i think you know that uncertainty of uncertainty of matching could be either taken as a uh, fear like something that evokes fear or something that evokes excited excitement and the thing is both of these things are related to the same chemical which is adrenaline right your brain's producing adrenaline so it's not about like you know uh what's happening to you but how you interpret 
interpret it like the filter uh, that's in your mind and i think just interpreting that as excitement you don't know what's going to happen it's okay like you know you're spending money but that's fine but again it's a movie right we don't know the ending but if we match or not but you should just take it as fun uh, and exciting rather than taking something that as something that you should fear second what i would say is the way i was able to cope up with that stress like even if like of course stress comes up right even if you try to reframe it as uh, like something that's exciting i think the way to do that is something called as downside planning the problem with most people is they'll start worrying 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 and they would never ever so whatever questions that pop up out of that worry they would never try to figure out an answer to that but like if you look at richard branson right like who mm-hmm. owns virgin so he was asked like you know how are you able to make such big decisions that can cost your companies millions of dollars so he was like most people just worry right they'll make those questions but they will never answer those questions so the so his process is something called as downside planning so what he does is he thinks about every single thing that makes him worry right and then writes a solution next to it so it's called downside planning so you think about every single downside that can happen and then you plan it out right for example let's say i did not match what was the next thing i was going to do so probably work in research for one or two years and try to match again what if i did not match after that well there's plab right i could go get into uk what if plab did not happen well there's always australia but what if australia did not happen well there's indian residency right and i was always like i always had a backup plan i would say right so make a backup plan for everything what if this goes wrong what are you going to do next right so the best way to stop worrying and be okay with that mental stress is to always have a backup plan right and i think that's like a lot of people are like you know never have a plan b that works for some people doesn't work for me because i get stressed when i say i just have a plan a no plan b but i think it's always good to have multiple plan b's just if like you know things don't work out everything goes down and it's going to be okay life is going to be okay in the end the person who has a us residency might not be happier than a person who has an indian residency right that that's just how you perceive it i never attached happiness my own happiness to getting a us residency i was like you know i'm happy before it i'm okay if i don't match i'm just going to give it a shot right and let's see how the movie plays out if it plays out well it's fine if it doesn't play out it's well right life is going to be okay so i think that's what my what my advice would be make backup plans and don't attach your happiness to matching because in the end getting a us residency isn't what will make you happy it's just like you have to be happy before it Yeah absolutely I think enjoying the journey before the destination is is huge and something that Vidya and I have experienced ourselves and also reflecting back like on our own journeys you know for me becoming a physician becoming a hospitalist I I I cherish the journey more than the actual getting the diploma that I'm a, I'm a board certified physician that's that's a that's a great point there you have a a youtube channel where where you interview a lot of imgs that have matched successfully into residencies what what got you into it what got you what got you started with my youtube channel so when like so i just given my step one and immediately after that like i i wanted to go for a vacation because you know you worked so hard for step and I, and i was like i just want like three or four days off to go to this place called goa just for relaxing there but immediately then like the covid 19 pandemic hit and everything was closed and i had nothing else to do and i always had a passion to just share myself with the world and i was like what better platform than youtube so i just made this video on how i scored a 260 on the usmle step 1 just to guide other people like who were confused with the process 
And I think that video just picked up really well, blew up. Now it has like a hundred K plus views. And I think a lot of people uh, found it really helpful. So I just kept on making videos about my own journey as an IMG on like how to prepare for every single exam, how to like the mentality it takes to match and everything like you would need to know about to get into a US residency. And I think the like reason I'm doing it is I read this really great line. I think that summarizes it all. You can either like do great things alone or you can do great things through other people also, right? So I think uh, mentorship in general is incredibly important if you want to have a really big impact because let's say you train somebody or you give value to someone. Well, it might change their life and they might start changing other people's lives. So you're just starting this whole butterfly effect, which becomes so big that you can't even measure it. And I think that's why I'm doing YouTube is because it allows me to maybe do great things through other people if I can, like, yeah. And you're doing an awesome job on that. I get to watch some of your videos and, uh, and how people connect with, you know, what you are doing and, you know, what you're saying. So that's beautiful, like in terms of you're not only uh, speaking what you wanted to say, but you're helping others in the process to identify. And there are not many in this space talking about the day-to-day things that uh, people deal with. So that's awesome. Thank you. So if there is one piece of advice that you would like to give to, to our listeners or maybe applying this year or you know, in subsequent years, what would that be? So the one piece of advice I would give you for at least the USMLE is don't treat the USMLE as a marathon and treat it as a series of sprints. Like, and this is very contrary to what other people say. They're like, Mm -hmm. okay, it's a marathon, you know, but I think when you treat it as a marathon, you tend to burn out because when you're thinking about it as a marathon, you're not taking rest. You're just like running, running, running. And because of that, you're not taking into rest. You're not able to give your best at certain instances, for example, step one, step two, and like, you're just bombarding yourself and that never leads to a good performance, but rather treat it as a series of sprints. I think because what happens is let's say step one, step one's a sprint. Then you take a break, relax, right? Step two, then like you ran that sprint. Okay, fine. Do your clinical rotations, right? And then you took those sprints. Okay. Prepare for interviews. Then you took those sprints write your personal statements. I know a lot of things also happen simultaneously, but like what I really mean, mean by this is take breaks. It's just not a marathon. If you feel burned out, take a break. Like it's not worth it. If you are like having thoughts of, you know, depression or like, you're just not feeling mentally well. I think everybody should take rest between certain big instances and just treat it as a series of sprints and don't stress yourself out. Even if you don't match, it's going to be okay right? Life isn't over. Like look at a, like the way I would phrase it is look at babies, look at kids. They're happier than American doctors, to be honest. Like if you look at a kid, you just give him something, right? They'll just start laughing or crying. Like, you know, and just give them the, like, just like, you know, Barbie doll to a baby boy. He'll start laughing about it. Right. They don't need things to be happy. Right. So what I'm just saying is getting into US residency is not going to make you happier than who you like currently are because look at kids they're far happier than anyone right Mm -hmm. so don't attach happiness to matching don't attach your happiness to becoming a doctor somewhere just be happy because like you're alive that's it that's what matters being alive and you know you have all those senses working like for you just go enjoy life and you know don't stress yourself out even if you like fail at a certain point it is going life is going to still be fun 
you're you're not missing out on any happiness in your life so don't is all I it say. is interesting manik you brought this point we were just discussing about this like how child brings out that uh, beautiful thing about like being and doing they learn so much but it's not visible to the outside but they are so happy doing it so that's like uh, incredible like learning from a kid and taking that as you do all the things in no, your life no. yeah and this happens especially because of what i call as social pressure so you see all these people achieving big things in life which kids really don't care about kids are don't care about becoming a doctor at that time they're just like having fun relaxing there's no comparison right all they care about is just being right like you said mm-hmm. in the present moment there's no past there's no future there's no competition i think that mentality is very important to have like being a kid and being okay with failing because for them it's there's no failure right like it's just like if you fall just get up and start laughing like you know something bad happens cry for a while get back up start laughing and i think that mentality of being a kid and not comparing yourself and being okay like being i think process oriented rather than outcome oriented is extremely important because life is all about learning right it's not about like it's all about evolution like a lot of people think about life as you know success or life as achieving something but our soul is not here to achieve it's here to evolve is what i would say is evolve yourself right the destination does not matter in the end what matters is learning and enjoying that's it like but have a goal it's okay to have goals but don't tie your happiness to those goals absolutely and who are those people that inspire you the most i i guess like steve jobs is something someone i take great inspiration from because uh he was like very much into philosophy and he had these set things like you know your life is very short like that's coming right what are you going to do next right like money like and his mentality was always like in your life what matters is not how much money you make but how much you make like contribute to the world mm-hmm. so i think those philosophies i want to carry those with me and elon musk is somebody i also take a lot of inspiration from because i think these like especially steve jobs and uh, elon musk like w- what they are like stand for is you know you can do anything in your life you just got to have hope not just hope there's levels of belief there's hope faith and knowing you got to know you can do it it's just not like hope you know you're going to do it and don't care about what anybody says about it because they are not in the same path as you right they 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 can't make any statements on your life because they are not you you are different like look at elon musk his uh, so many people said like he's crazy of getting in like you know about getting into rockets like while he was not even a space engineer it was so funny right he failed so many times but yet he was just like spot on right and just kept on working hard didn't care about failures like i think his three uh three times he launched a rocket he lost millions of dollars in that he failed right like the rockets uh, did not make it into the space it was the fourth time he succeeded and that, by that time i think spacex was going to be bankrupt or something like that he carried spacex through to that like everybody sees the success nobody sees the struggle <laughs> you know like with every successful mm-hmm. person like nobody sees the struggle look at like steve jobs he was kicked out of his own company you know so many people made fun of him right like there was just so much embarrassment like in becoming who he had like mm-hmm. who he became but everybody just sees apple nobody sees the struggle that went behind that i yeah. think that struggle is something to be cherished you know like not everyone can take it just enjoy that struggle don't care about the outcome yeah yeah absolutely and what was 
some of the struggles that you had to overcome getting to where you are right now, matching in the residency that you wanted. So what are, I mean, a couple of struggles, what you faced and what helped you overcome them? So I would say like my biggest struggle was, first of all, I was not at all familiar with the U.S., like the way the U.S. medical system asks questions. For example, if you compare the U.S. MLEs to any other exams in the world, U.S. MLEs require a lot of critical thinking, number one, right? You you should have like a lot of critical thinking to go through those questions. It is just not about knowledge. And to adapt to that system was extremely hard, right? Because you're like, okay, knowledge is everything. But USMLE is like application is more important, guys, right? So like it took me a lot of question banks to get oriented to that and to become like really good good at that. I think that was a struggle. Second thing I would say is USCE, right? At my time, COVID, like I did USC during COVID times. So getting even into the US, there was just so many uncertainties of whether they'd cancel the rotation, whether I'd make it in time. Like there was just so many tests going on for COVID. Like you need to have this vaccination. Mm -hmm. So like everything, I think, especially with the USC, I struggled a lot. Like finding accommodation was very costly. Yeah. But I think in the end, I I, I enjoyed the process because I got to evolve. I think that's it. Like, you know, I became far more resilient than the person I was like two years back. So those struggles. And what are the things that helped in the struggle with the USC? So what are some things that you figured out helped you go through that I, I think having a community of people like who know stuff so I think that's very important so there's reddit so you can go to reddit like our mid school or our img reddit so there's a lot of people there like who are trying to figure it out and like you know having a community of people who are struggling with you I think that's far uh, easier to go uh, through the journey than like let's say uh, you're going alone on a boat by yourself so it's better to stay with people who are going on the same struggle with you being on that same boat so having a community is extremely important i think that helped me out a lot friends who are going through the same journey so i think that's it but secondly is just be active on social media because there's just so many opportunities people miss out on for example twitter there's this place called inside the match i don't know if you guys know about it inside the match is an organization run by residents from university of washington and they keep out keep on posting about open positions in research if they have any electives, transitional years, for example, let's say a new residency starts and they did not participate in the match. These people will let you know about that. So you can apply to that. Right? Let's say if you didn't match or something. So following inside the match, I think that was really helpful. Like they're both on Twitter and Instagram. I think that was, yeah, these things. And you just spilled so many pearls out there for <laughs> people like looking for uh, various opportunities. Yeah. And I think, yeah. And I think never, ever like, you know, get into self-loathing or like, you know, this is so hard for me and not for everyone else. Like, cause a lot of people like, you know, matching for AMGs is so easy for IMGs is so hard, but then what you're not seeing is come on, like how much like AMGs end up spending, like the loans they have, right. The mental stress they deal with is far more than you, right. Like, cause their system is just far tougher than you. Like, so, and like, as an IMG, I did not actually pay a lot for medical school. Like for me, it was really cheap. So people like are always like doing like on, on that path of self-loathing, procrastination, you know, why is it so hard for me and not for everyone else? I would say like ev- everyone has their struggles. So stop mm-hmm. like comparing yourself with other people. Yeah. Start no, connecting with others to start connecting. the common struggle. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of just be proactive and just be like grateful for what you have. 
right? And just be active on social media, connect with people, other than just always like being on that journey of self-clothing. Yeah. <laughs> Mentorship is again really important. Thank you for listening to the Underdog Physician Podcast. As you go about your week, no matter how challenging your journey might be, we want you to remember that you're an awesome individual. If you loved listening to this podcast, do subscribe, leave a review in the podcast platform you're listening to us from and share with others on social media. Please do not forget to tune into our next episode. Until then, Namaste. Namaste.